your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Anyway, people who are living with skin conditions are experiencing some of the longest delays to specialist care, in particular at the University of Limerick Hospitals Group, where outpatient waiting lists increased significantly, of course, during the pandemic. A new video and podcast series has been launched to support people living with psoriasis as they await very important health care appointments. And we're joined now by Limerick-born consultant dermatologist, Professor Brian Kirby, who is part of the project. Good morning to you, Brian. Good morning, Joe. No, Brian, you're going to have to establish your Limerick roots considering you're on the local radio station here before we move on. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I was just born in Limerick. I I'm, grew up in Limerick and still have my family are still live in Dora Doyle. Good. That's good enough for us then. Um, not not far from the hospital. Um, no, right, right back in onto it. Back in onto it. Well, definitely then. So uh, just remind us all about what exactly psoriasis is. So psoriasis is a skin condition um, where people get red scaly, flaky, itchy, and often painful skin. And it comes from the immune system in the skin being overactive. And this can make life miserable for people, disturb sleep, hobbies, what you work at, relationships, all aspects of life when it's bad. Yeah, it it really can be awful, can't it? It can. And, And there are a lot of people in Ireland living with awful psoriasis. But part of this project, which is so let's talk about psoriasis, and it's PSO um, is the so, uh, same as psoriasis, is to give people hope. So in 2022, even people with severe disease can have their disease controlled with the correct specialist care. Right. So in, in podcast form then? It's in podcast form. And if you type in PSO, Let's talk about psoriasis. Um, you'll get it on Google. And, and are there multiple episodes? There are four in total. Right. Okay. So you obviously look at it in the kind of detail that clearly on a live show like this, we just don't have time for. Yes, correct. And we answer people's questions about this and discuss how people can get good, adequate care so that they don't have to live with this awful disease. Mm. And Brian, just as a general point, how can psoriasis be treated? Well, in the milder forms, it can generally respond to creams and topical creams. But if it doesn't, you can get a phototherapy, which is UVB, artificial UVB, um, which is available in dermatology centers. Now, this is not sunbeds. Sunbeds don't work for psoriasis, and sunbeds are really good at giving you cancer. But they don't work very well for psoriasis. But in phototherapy departments, such as you have in UHL, you have a high-class phototherapy department there, ultraviolet light is available. But for those people who don't respond to this or they can't access this for either work or geographical reasons, there are then medications that you can take either by mouth or by injection that will control the disease. Okay. Um with a question in here, we're chatting to consultant dermatologist, Professor Brian Kirby. Um, and the question is from a listener on 0861239595. Ask Brian about the idea of letting little fish eat your f- feet in fish treatment tanks. Listener got it done abroad while on holidays for treatment. And when she got home, she got divided views on it. 
Yeah, and I've, uh, I've well, I have strong views. I think it's probably not good for you. The the key is that you get it while you're abroad, and the people who've had this treatment sit outside in the sunshine, which helps the majority of people with psoriasis, and generally are immersed in a tank with these fish. But the fish, we've no idea the hygienic levels of these fish. Um, fish excrement um, will cause can cause problems with infections. So we strongly discourage people from using this treatment and we don't think it works particularly well. We think it's the sunshine rather than the fish. Now, how many people are on waiting lists here for specialist dermatology care? I don't know the figures for UHL in Limerick, um, but generally across the country, there are over 40,000 people waiting. This has been messed up by the pandemic, as you can imagine. I mean, psoriasis is a novel disease. But in the short term, it's not going to shorten people's lives. Uh, whereas obviously hospitals have priorities during COVID with looking after people with COVID and people who are seriously ill with other diseases. And therefore, these things have backed up. And, and 30% of people generally are waiting more than 12 months for appointments. You know, and you know, clearly, as you've quite rightly pointed out, that can lead to a lot of extra pain and discomfort and problems, can't it? Yes, it can. And But I think I'm hoping that these waiting lists are going to come down over time. Um, there have been an increase in consultant dermatologists in Limerick and across the country over the last few years. And with increased investment in consultant dermatologists and, cons- and dermatology teams, these waiting lists, I hope, will be addressed. Yeah, talk to me about dermatology teams. And my understanding is that in the NHS across the water, um, GPs, for example, can be trained up uh, and they work in clinics alongside consultants um, there. You know, is is anything like that happening here or should it? Well, generally, it's not happening here. Um, And there are some centres where GP trainees do get some dermatology experience and work in dermatology departments. Um, But it's not widespread. Um, the major issue really is, is specialist numbers. We have less than a half number of specialists per head of population in Ireland, uh, consultants, and then they have in the National Health Service in the UK. And I've worked in the National Health Service for six years. So that's the prime problem. Um, but within dermatology teams, specialist nursing inputs, advanced nurse practitioners are also at very low levels in Ireland. And this is simply a lack of investment in this. And I think once we get the consultant numbers right and the specialist nursing right, I think the GPs are important. But the, without the top layers of these two things, I don't think I don't see it working very well. Right. Tom uh, has been in touch to say, Joe, good to know from the census interview you did there a few minutes ago that they're identifying required services uh, in our great hospital and housing situations. Just gives me a warm glow, says Tom giving the impression it doesn't give me a warm blow at all. And another question is coming here um, on psoriasis, uh, Brian. Um, uh, Mum says, is it an hereditary thing? Mum um, who has psoriasis wonders if her child would now develop it. A baby's only a year old, is fine, but uh, mum's psoriasis flares at different times and can be awful. Is there something she should do to prevent baby getting it at some point or, or is it pointless and just have to wait and see now? Well, about one in three people um, have it in their immediate family. Um, And specifically in this lady's case, if her partner doesn't have psoriasis, the chances of her baby getting it are about one in 16 in his or her lifetime. So it's small. 
it's a 16 to 1 shot, Joe, if you're into betting on horses. And, if, and um, it may not develop until later on in life. But there isn't anything that she can do to prevent it. This is not dietary. This is not how she looks after a baby's skin. And most people won't get psoriasis until their late teens or early 20s. So she's got nothing to worry about for a long time. And even if he or she does develop it, treatments are there that it will be controlled. Right. Another listener, Catherine, says a teenage son is constantly picking at it. Any tips from you on that? It's a nightmare for them. It's very difficult if you pick at your skin to stop. Um, usually it's because the skin is itchy or aggravated. Um, lots of moisturizers may reduce that itch, but we do most of our scratching while we're asleep. So, oh, really? Yeah, we do about two-thirds of our scratching while we're asleep. That's interesting. Yes. So it's a bit like telling people to stop snoring. You don't have any control over it. The key is to control the itch. And that means lots of moisturizers and getting their GP to look at the skin and try and either treat it in primary care level or refer to secondary if needed. So, Brian, are you saying, you know, occasionally if, if I have a skin irritation and I'd wake up in the morning and look at it and it looks redder, it's because I've been unconsciously scratching at it overnight? That's almost certainly true, Joe. Yes, that's exactly. Uh, yeah, never but, knew that. That's, fa- that's fascinating. And of course, psoriasis is your focus here at the moment, but there are lots of other skin conditions out there. There are about two and a half thousand individually described skin conditions, Joe. Um, it's, it's a fascinating specialty, but most treatments or most diseases, including psoriasis, can be controlled now in 2022 with modern care. Brilliant. Okay, so the podcast is called So Let's Talk Psoriasis and uh, it's an initiative obviously by yourself. Janssen are involved uh, as well. And, That's right. Uh, it's sponsored by Janssen. Yeah, sponsored by Janssen and wherever people um, can get their podcast, they can download it. I suspect a lot will, uh, uh, Brian. Really interesting to chat to you this morning and uh, thank you very much for your time and expertise. Thank you, Joe. Good to talk to you. That's, good. That's a Limerick uh, man, Professor Brian Kirby, who's a consultant dermatologist. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today 